weeping like during worship into my mask. You know, yeah, like, I, I, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's worse if I just stay in my it's mask? It's best just to keep the mask. Just, like, like, it's just not kind of in there. Soaks it up. You know, <laughs> it's best if you have a clean mask to back up. But. All right, this yeah. is what happens when we we don't do this for two weeks. <laughs> we come back and it's all snot talk. All oh. tears. Um, so around the room, we'll introduce ourselves. I am Michelle Holmberg. I'm Emmy Helmuth. And I'm Bobby Taylor. Uh, we are sans a fourth person today because we had um, what was uh, a very kind of special service or a unique service. Um, and right now, um, Matt Carlson and Tyler Adams, who both spoke today, are out mingling with people. There's having lots of people. Lots of people still around having hot cocoa uh, and hot apple cider. So I'm that, actually also having hot apple cider, but here with you all. Oh, you nabbed some. <laughs> My okay. coffee doesn't taste very good. I wish I was on that train. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's sad. I'm drinking it anyway. It's okay. It's warm. Yeah. And it was cold out there. <laughs> That's it. Bobby, uh, yeah. let's pretend. What if somebody wasn't there at that service? Could you tell them what happened? I can. <sighs> I can tell them what happened. So we've just finished uh, an eight-week kind of series on who we are as a church body like what has god specifically called this body of people to be and do in this place in this time so over the last eight weeks we've talked about a lot of different things that go into that um you know our our values and um like how are we going to do that where we've been where we're going um what we shared our uh quote air quotes rallying cry which is like until everyone belongs and like that's the thing that's how you know you're done right which is never will never be done (laughs) with that um so some of those things and today we just we we buttoned it all up and wrapped it all up um in uh i'll i'll relay if you really want to want to watch or hear like the exact wording of it Go back and and find the video from today, or listen to the um, the sermon audio, the message audio, um, which will likely come out right before the one you're listening to right now. But here's the gist of it: at the um, we planned out this eight week series where we said we're going to talk about who we are and what we've been called to do. And at the end of it, we want to have a really special thing, a really special event. We don't know what it is. Uh, and so we molded over for a long time, uh, tried a few times to come up with what is it going to be. Um, Paul, Michelle's husband, was really like, he had like this big vision of like balloons. He's like, there's got to be balloons. <laughs> <laughs> well, is he, is he very into yeah. balloons? You know, I would say that's not one of his strongest DNAs right. is no. about balloons. No. No. no, but he was like on this balloon train. And we're like, yeah, balloon, but like what with the balloons? Like, what are we going to do with that? And so we were kicking it around and couldn't quite, you know. So apparently uh, that was one of the bad ideas. That got <laughs> that not Matt bad ideas. No, just, I know, but you have to have all the bad ideas before you can have any good ones. Right. It's all part of it. It's that was not a bad process. idea. Um, we just couldn't like contextualize. What are we going to do with the balloons? How do the balloons fit? And then I said, Paul, you don't no longer have kids under the age of seven, but if you introduce balloons into this... Oh, my gosh. Madness. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, back to... We are trying to figure out what to do. So we were kicking it around for a few weeks, and then finally Tyler... We're going around the room, and Tyler says, 
like uh, I have an idea and I really like it, which is a not a Tyler thing to say. Um, and he explained what we were, what we were going to do. So he had all these verses in his um, to to tie along with it about um, you know uh, planting seeds and like if you you know the seed can't do its thing until it dies and and like lands yeah. in the ground and gets you know goes through that whole thing. So he had this whole thing and he's like. And we were going to play off of what happened when the church was founded, which is a plow was drug through the uh, dirt where we broke ground. And so he said we should we should drag a plow again instead of like a groundbreaking. It's a seed planting. And so there's this very symbolic seed thing. Um, I did not do as good a job as Matt Tyler did. So you really should go back and listen. And I even forget what the original question was. Oh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm you're, just talking. You're still talking. Just the story. No, but uh, you got you got the story. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what we did yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Yes, we the we whole church. Yeah, mm-hmm. we started inside, had half a, a service inside, and said, "Surprise, y'all! We're going outside and we're doing this thing." And we did that thing, and it mm-hmm. was a a good thing. It really was. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm too close to it. No, I loved it. Okay, <laughs> I I felt. Well, I thought I would like to transcribe what it is that Tyler, Tyler preached it up there. Like there was kind of the story of how we got here. And then he he has a prophetic word about what God is saying to our church. Mm-hmm. Is what that actually right. was. Right. That and was, I don't want people to miss that. Yeah. yeah. So, so do I, listen to that. So one, we should listen. Maybe we, I don't even know if we can like pull that part out. I absolutely of, will of be, it And yeah. maybe drop it right here. Mark 5 says this. While Jesus was still speaking. Some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told them, don't be afraid, just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. And when they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. I believe Jesus wants to do it again. He wants to do it again. And the meaning of this vision that we received is that the bones and the foundations are not a symbol of eternal death, for it is not that these bones are death in the foundation, but actually life. It's not that this is a dying or a dead church. It might just merely be asleep, and God is wanting to move. And I would contend that it is actually a sleeping giant on the edge of a powerful move of God in and among this county. The prayers of generations that have lied dormant in this place want to be answered. Even prayers of people who have maybe passed away and gone on to the next life. What if God actually wants to answer those prayers? What if he is not done yet? What if the spirit of God, the breath of life, wants to come and release his power again on us? He wants to prophesy to these bones and see the resurrected Christ. Ding. Okay. There we go. <laughs> but um, it is, I just feel like I loved what he said that and how God is speaking and how he got speaking a new narrative mm-hmm. and um, and that this isn't a place of death. It's a place of life. He said, he said, this is a place of, um, oh, how did he say it? 
uh, woven into the foundations of this church is life and not death. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, that is true. Right. And when we agree with the lie, we God can't release what he's trying to release as mm-hmm. our inheritance. And it's so, it's for me, it just struck as like, this This is so where we are. So this isn't something that's coming in and all the church is going to be like, oh, so we're going to think about this now. Like, we're going to, it's like, no, God has already started this here. Like, the church, the body of this church is already on board with this vision and this is what is already happening and we are doing this as a symbolic mm-hmm. gesture all together. It's not, this isn't the starting point. Right. This has already been right. what right. God's been doing in us mm-hmm. and this is to say we are owning that, recognizing what the Spirit's doing That's and ex- here we go. exactly it. If we've t- been talking about where we've been and where we're going and you say that out loud and you may ask yourself, what? Like, what do you mean where we've been and where we're going? I don't notice anything different about right. what it is. And so Drew said it today, our worship pastor Drew said it today. The mark of change is that this is not new information. Who we are is not new information. The fact that we're called to build relationships with God and one another is not new information. Our values uh, you know, community contribution and connecting to God are not is not new information. The new part, the break, the past and the future part is that we are very clear about it and mm-hmm. who we are, mm-hmm. and we know it. Right, mm-hmm. and we're saying it out loud, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the kind of the barometer by which we judge things and do things and by judge things I mean like make choices make choices how do we do things how do we operate and so that's that's the mark so if you're listening and you've heard us say where we've been and where we're going that's it like that we're Mm -hmm. super clear about who we are and what it is we're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I think and I think one of the things that struck me today was um, how similar to what kind of God was speaking this morning was similar to what happened on our women's retreat last yeah. weekend. That's great because I was gonna like say connect me connect me all the dots <laughs> on all of this. Oh uh, yeah, go go Michelle. Yeah, I, I just I'm interested in what you saw too. I mean, like I just felt like what what we did at the women's retreat was is that we we felt really strongly as the me and Emmy were two people who were leading it was is that. We didn't want to stand up front and lead it. We wanted us to do it together and mm-hmm. be the body and everybody lean in and people offer and contribute. And what happened was, is God really did that. Like the Holy yeah. Spirit showed up and spoke through people and we were a community yeah. and we did do it together yeah. and about just even God speaking. Like, mm-hmm. like I love that. Cause I think someone might be sitting in the service today and go like, wait a minute, Tyler, you heard God say what? And then right. this like, uh, then this woman came yeah. and had a vision and she said what? And I go one that is so like God mm-hmm. to, to give you a scripture calls it a witness. It says, yeah. Scripture says that every matter will be established on two or three witnesses. And that's what happened. It mm-hmm. is like Tyler got told and then he was so kind to confirm it with another witness from mm-hmm. another woman. And I feel like even all the staff, like your spirits are going, yes, like that is what is happening. Yeah. I will we'll loop back to the full story because it's, they did like a good job of explaining it, but it was even more like, amazing. There are even more touch points where it's like, excuse me you what now yeah okay so we'll loop back but yeah so i think that you know that i think that was clear that that's what god was doing that god was speaking that he is 
trying to lead us down a path. And that's even what we talked about last weekend is like, how do we listen to God and how do we follow where he's going and how do we offer what he's asking us to offer? And the feeling of community that we had Mm -hmm. at the retreat feels very, felt very similar to what happened this morning. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also at the retreat, we were, we were like, we want the women of this church to have, um, better hearing a renewed connection. This like, how do I listen to God and women who are like, I don't know how to do that to have the chance to talk to other wise people who have been doing that for a long time. And to be like, this is what we're about. We're about listening to God. And like, we don't expect you to do this alone. We are a community and we're doing this together and we will support you. And like, he's here with us and we want to do that together. And, um, like, even like Michelle said, you know, we didn't want to, we didn't want to have the whole normal, like we share this thing and here's this thing, but God, God told us like what he wants them, what he wanted this church to experience there. And then we just watched them experience it. We didn't even have to talk Mm -hmm. about it. It was like, Oh yeah, God, he was like, yeah, you're going to talk about this. That was in my notes. Everyone else just said it in the room who wasn't part of planning. I love the whole thing about what, what you did for that, where it's just like, um, just going to go and like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. see what happens. And there's no, there's no real agenda um, Make the other, space. other than to have space. And I think I said it before on this, but it really marks that like transition or the idea of we're not here to watch other people do their callings. Yeah. Like yes. you don't come to this to watch Matt do his calling. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't go to the women's retreat mm-hmm. to watch Michelle mm-hmm. do her it's, calling. It's not a spectator sport. No. Nope. Um, and so just more of that, more, mm-hmm. um, you know, just leaning into that uh, idea of it. Actually, no, you all have mm-hmm. your calling. Yeah. yeah. One of the most, I think one of the things that God really worked on us in that weekend was talking about, you know, we always talk about the church as a body. And we talked about how we often so individualistically have taken that passage and been like, oh, that means I'm the I, so I do this this thing. And we don't talk about how actually what that means is that the I is connected to these ligaments and in this bone, and the I can only do that thing when it's connected. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's the point of the body. It's not right. that you have your own function. It's that you're connected to all the other things to be able to function. Right. Right. And we just, we don't take that step back to it very often. And so that was what was so beautiful to watch was, mm-hmm. was that body in action mm-hmm. and seeing this is how God is using everyone here. And this is, everyone is part of this. Just like we were saying this morning, we are all part of this. If these bones are going to rise up, like we talked about this morning, mm-hmm. that's all together. Mm-hmm. That's not, you have the thing you're going to do. Right. And you're going to have life. And then this one's going to have life. That is connection and together all at yes. the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have another question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a video that got shown during the service yeah. of, of the groundbreaking in what night? Wouldn't you say? 1993. Okay. Where Matt Carlson spoke and he said he was 18. And I just, w- I would like to ask the question, how did that happen? How was the 18 year old Matt asked to speak at the groundbreaking? Does anybody know? He talked about it. Yeah. Uh, a while just, back. Yeah. He was around. In, He'd been very involved. Like he was a high school kid who was super around. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, whatever. we want you to. See. Basically, he was like, we want you to speak for the youths. Interesting. So like he was the shoulder tapped person. Uh-huh. To, 
talk for that group. Okay, this was my thought. At the moment, in 1993, he was probably the the shiniest 18-year-old who was he was he could yeah. use his words well mm-hmm. and he was going to speak for the youth right like uh-huh. so he was a so he was someone shoulder tapped him yep. probably much like we would have shoulder tapped Corinne in there you moment, go right okay yeah. so who's his daughter <laughs> or Jack his son either or Jack one. is either, either one, one. Yeah. he'd be equally able to yes. pull off such a thing okay but I just saw this like propheticness in that like how prophetically powerful and like God anointed was that, that Matt as an 18 year old got to speak and like declare and be a part of the building of that foundation. It's yeah. That's wild. Because he's the, I've noticed that too. And the craziest thing about that is like, he, I don't know if it's like, because he's the same exact person, but Mm -hmm. but 30 years ago, he's casting the same vision. vision. Right. Yep. That that is coming, that is happening. Which, which that's happening that's the Lord. Like nothing does mm-hmm. that except from the Lord. Like, well, like that the Lord planted that in, in him, him to bring an, to this place as an eighteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bad that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, oh, but man, God uses people with bad haircuts. And, yeah, <laughs> in case we don't know, that's right. we know. That's right. It's true. Remember his COVID hair? I mean, it was <laughs> it was his lockdown hair was pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, forgiveness but. for talking about <laughs> Matt. Matt his no, but yeah, I, no, it is. Yeah, and I hopefully hopefully that'll be in the in the service video as well that you can hear part of that at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was completely connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've I've because I've seen that video a few times and yeah, yeah, the Lord was up to something. It wasn't just that's not a funny coincidence. Right. No, that is right. It's not his stick to itness. No, that's a no. that's right. a God ordained moment, you know, or whoever picked, even whoever picked him. Yeah, they, that person was listening to the spirit in a way that they probably didn't even know they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like he said, um, Tyler said this right, like the prayers of people that have have come and gone, mm-hmm. like that those things yep. being answered now are being answered now. And like you said, like someone who tapped his shoulder mm-hmm. thirty years ago, who's might not even. Still be part of this right this body here or this corporal world mm-hmm. the right. mortal coil <laughs> who knows um, you know may have yeah. shuffled off and yep and yeah that's fun mm-hmm. yeah. i need to lie down after <laughs> <laughs> thinking about that's a lot, that lots of things about. yeah uh-huh. i mean i think the, the two passages of scripture that were the most focused with, with um is it jarius his daughter yeah and then as well as the bones but with with jarius's daughter and mark Five, the whole you know, Tyler mentioned that our, the perception of our church in this community has been well, it's kind of a dead church. There's they just do their thing, and for for Jesus to say no, they're just sleeping, mm-hmm. like oh, to, yeah. just to like own that as who we are, mm-hmm. and and say that's right, we're be, like we are now, we are seeing Jesus rise up. Yep, yeah. like we are. Seeing seen that life come and it is just that faith that he has had in who he has made us to be versus how maybe we're viewed to to our did outside you, community did you hear how quiet it was when he said that like he said like our church is seen as a dead church and uh-huh. it was like what? dead silence and i was like like, like just kind of like I don't know, like me go, oh, maybe I'd heard that or maybe yeah. I wondered or maybe my friend doesn't right. want to come to church here because some, like, some perception. Or people just don't know about it. Yeah. But yeah. you just kind of go, 
like the fact that he said that it just was such a loaded moment to and you. then he was like let me tell you what is true about what god says is true of this place yeah. and i just i just amen yeah. to all of it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was it was it was the truest picture for me of what god is doing i often after tyler's preaches i i want his notes i've asked for them a couple times because i go i just like he he will like if if Tyler wrote a book I think I would reread it just because I'm like that what you said today I want to reread it's that full. and pray over that and really get into me what the spirit spoke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. super powerful so yes if you're listening to this now you should definitely go back and listen <laughs> to the message it's a short message yeah, it is yeah. basically um, we're saying this whole thing is pointless just go listen to that the message is very good. <laughs> Very good because, and like I said, I'm too close to it, but I asked, you, you know, people like, did it, did it hit the way, mm-hmm. because that was our, our big hope is like, can we bottle up eight months of like, of yeah. like, just like hand wringing and, yes. and tension. Well, and tell everybody who's been doing that. Who's the executive team that like, was like, all right, we're going to think, how is this? Like, we were going to talk about the how so the, of the mission statement. So the mission statement is everyone together. Authentic to build. Oh yeah, build authentic. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I was just gonna start in the middle. Authentic build, relationships with God and yeah, one another. Is building, where I authentic, start. building authentic relationships with God. And one there another. we go. I forget the building part. It's okay. So you guys are gonna get together to talk about the how of that, right? So we stood firm on that. And so what's the, who's the team that got together, and when did that start? Uh, yeah, it was back in um, uh, April, May. April, something like that, okay. um, is when we started, and that's myself. What's your title? Give everybody's titles of who they are. I don't know what my title is, but I do online things. Okay. <laughs> um, and Matt Carlson, who's the lead pastor, mm-hmm. and Paul Holmberg, who does, he preaches and he does life groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has many hats. And he likes balloons. And he loves balloons. <laughs> Not normally, but in this scenario. <laughs> Tyler Adams, who is the uh, high school and middle school director, Roots director, mm-hmm. and Drew Knopfsinger, worship pastor. So five of us. Okay. Um, so how did we do? Well, yeah, so I mean, like, whatever right. else comes to mind about that i just wanted people to know who those people were right. that were like okay we're gonna start to pray over who how god wants us to be doing this mission that he's given us can i interrupt so, and just say i think one of the cool things about what god has done is with this team that you become of one heart one mind yeah you know and that you really are like oh I, like we all do like you all were feeling this same thing this when you're trying to come up with this right. event today you're all like okay we, we know what it should feel like mm-hmm. we all are in agreement with God has said, mm-hmm. how do we do it? Right. Like, how do we flesh that out? And I just think it's cool that how, you know, and it, it's the it's that scripture where Jesus says, a house divided against itself cannot mm-hmm. stand. And I yep. think what's cool about what it's what happened today out in the field was is that that is true. Like, yep. either we're going to pull together and do this together, or a house divided against itself will not stand. Like, if you pulled that plow two different ways, mm-hmm. like a tug of war, Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think we would have probably broken much ground, no. except for made a little bit of a mess back yeah. and forth, right? Yeah. So you're just like, you gotta be of one heart, one mind, and contend yeah. as one man for the faith of the gospel. Yes. Yeah. So go back and listen to the contending as one man. Yeah. Emotional that Michelle did mm-hmm. because that's somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the archives. Um, <laughs> you just gotta listen to it all. We right. won't tell you. Where. Listen to every single. Um, 
the premise of what we did was not necessarily uh, why we gathered together as an executive team was not, hey, let's come up with a fun thing to do or even redefine yourself or even anything. The premise of, of us getting together was um, the thought is that a healthy team, a healthy and um, not uh, not unified in the sense that we all think the same thing. No. no. Um, but a healthy and unified, but, but that we can... You have the same foundation. That we can disagree but commit. Mm -hmm. That we can love each other enough to be like, I don't see it that way, but... Um, yeah. you know, help I, me understand I, it. I, I help yeah. me understand it, and I trust in you. So yeah. that a a healthy team will trump a smart team. Mm -hmm. A healthy team will trump a uh, well funded team. Um, and a healthy team will basically, in the long run, beat out any other form of of team competence, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so, if we're going to be successful as a team, we're going to focus on health. And so we went through this process of, as a team, the question was, what is the most important thing you can do right now? And so that's where, we're like, that's the question we had to wrestle with. As Boulder Valley Christian Church and this executive team, what is the most important thing you can do right now? And where we landed was people... People don't know who we are, but even we haven't taken the time to self-identify who we are in the body of Christ and what it is we're supposed to be doing. And we're not, um, I don't want to make it all business speak, but like we're not being effective or doing a good job because we don't know why we're here. We're just being a church. We're just being a church. Which has you know been a problem for churches for a very long time in the united states right that's a, it is a some would see that as the function that's right. fine you're being a church right and we're like, who we who are we in god's body right and so that's what launched into this whole thing so like our first step was like well the most important thing is we need to put words to that and tell people and tell the people that go here like hey did you know right. this is what this is why you're here yeah um, and so that's what we've been doing for the last eight weeks. Mm -hmm. It's the first, it's closing the, the book on that first most important thing. And the next thing we're going to do is say, okay, mm -hmm. now what's the next most important thing that we can do? And we're going to figure it out mm -hmm. and we're going to do it. And people are going to hear about it and they're like, oh, what are they up to now? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but this is how we're going to operate and we're going to define those things. And then we're going to go after them in a, in a healthy way. And like the, 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 what I keep saying, and it doesn't sound super impressive, but it's a successful team uh, achieves the objectives that they set out for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like you think about your life or any organization and like, well, we want to do X, Y, and Z mm -hmm. and uh, they don't do it. You don't do it for yourself. Like, I'm going to eat better. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, no. Um, so it sounds really easy. It's incredibly hard to, to achieve the objectives that you set out for yourself. Yeah. And that's all we're doing now is we're defining what's the most important thing. What do we, what do we need to do? Let's make sure that God is in that. And then let's achieve those. Things. That's the thing that's different about this kind of group, right? Like you can talk about it in that 
worldly aspect of a, yeah. a team that exists. They're yeah. only successful if they succeed in what they're trying to do. But the part of what we have is we have to sit and listen. Okay, God, what is it we're supposed to do? Right. Okay, now how do you make help us succeed in what you have decided we need to do? Right. And so there's a whole other level to right. it in the spiritual sense. It's not just a check the box, go the place, do the right. thing. Yeah, it's not have the program, do no. the thing. It's, no. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're about at time, but so we want to wrap up with any yeah. uh, random thoughts. I, think I have one random thought. Good. Is, is I, I feel like I thought it's the women's retreat. Like we planned this thing in such a way that if the Holy Spirit didn't show up, it would be stupid. Like it was just going to be like, and I'm like, I would like to live a life of faith in such a way that I would follow him in places that I go like, if you don't, if you don't build this house, God, it is so dumb yeah. and we'll probably crumble on the sand. You know, so just what does it look like to walk by faith in this story? How, yeah, how do we live in a way that it's like, if you're not here, I'm going to look real dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. this is not going to go well. Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that every time I walk on a stage to preach, you're just like, Lord, if you don't show up, this is, it's just so silly. This is, what are we doing? Because I am not wise or smart or have, I have a lot of words to say, but maybe they're not very helpful. So, you know, I just, I go, I want to live that way. I want to live that if you don't show up, Lord, if I don't follow you into a place where only you can do it, then I'm not really walking. I'm probably not really following it. Yeah. And like, take that all together. Tie that in. Like, imagine, like, you have a community of people who are living totally dependent on that premise Mm -hmm. together in community. Yes. And then, like, activating their calling and going out. We are Mm -hmm. sent people is the thing that we're Mm -hmm. saying. We're a family on mission. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, that's a great way to, like encapsulate all three of those values like we are a people together living totally dependent on the fact that if god doesn't show up we're going to look really dumb mm-hmm. uh and and we're doing that to uh, you know on our yeah. and what we're sending to mm-hmm. yeah um, mm. all right i'll save the crazy prophecy story for another Okay. We'll do a podcast on prophecy. I'll tell the story Whoa, yeah. in a devotional. Yeah, do it. Tell oh, story. there you go. Love it. Do a devo. Um, so, Emmy, will you pray? Yeah, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for showing up today, for being part of this, for bringing us together, for your spirit um, amongst us. Thank you for raising us up. Thank you for breathing life into this body and calling us out to live, live fully for you and in your spirit. We're excited to see what each day is gonna look like as we serve you and as we listen to you. I pray over those listening and those in this room that this week, um, you continue to affirm the things that you have told us today we listen to your spirit and we we see you move throughout our week thank you for being with us amen